And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Farm Credit Canada highlights five key trends for farmers to watch in the coming year. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. And we'll also have a look at grain markets today, of course, too. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy, 60% chance of light snow around noon, then partly cloudy. Wind northwest 40, gusting to 60, the high minus 15. The wind chill near minus 30. The low tonight, minus 22. The wind chill near minus 30 and risk of frostbite. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of flurries. Wind southeast, 30. The high, minus 12. Wind chill, minus 28 in the morning and minus 22 in the afternoon. Risk of frostbite, chance of evening flurries. The low tomorrow, minus 13. Thursday, sunny and milder with a high forecast of minus 6. The low, minus 14. Friday, sunny with a high minus 12, the low minus 15. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 6, the low minus 8. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 2, the low minus 11. Monday, partly cloudy, and the high near minus 5. The normal high is minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.58 this morning. It sets at 5.13 tonight. And the hot spot this hour in Saskatchewan is Valmarie in the southwest corner at minus 8. On the roundup, Estevan and Saskatoon both minus 16. Swift Current minus 15. Weyburn minus 17. Yorkton minus 18. In Regina with light snow, it's minus 17 degrees. That's plus 1 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 44, giving a wind chill right now of minus 30. Humidity is 74%. The barometer rising 103.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw minus 16. Winds are from the west-northwest at 43. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 17. That's 1 above Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. Farm Credit Canada says Saskatchewan farmers should watch five key trends in 2019 to stay profitable. FCC Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says the most important trends include balancing farm income, and trade tensions. Well, it's hard to pick one, but I, you know, I, I keep going back to this this old saying of think global, act local. We are in a very global marketplace. 2018 was a a year of volatility, ambiguity when you come to when you think of trade relationships, um, uncertainty as well. So when I think of 2019, to me, the one thing that stands out to me is the strength of the demand for the commodities that we sell. And I do think, I'm very optimistic that we're still going to have a very robust demand for the commodities that we sell, both from a, on the livestock side as well as on the grains and oilseed side. Um, but there are a few headwinds that we need to be thinking about, like uh, what is going to be the value of the dollar? What is going to be the financial risk that we expose ourselves to? What, uh, what about those trade tensions? Can we put those behind and actually look forward to have more or less volatile, more stability in the marketplace? And so to me, that's, that's the strength of demand that uh, that we face as, as Canadian farm operations. Now, there are five keys that you want farmers to be very aware of this coming year. Let's go over them. First off, let's start net income. Your outlook there? Yeah, well, you know, I think we need to have realistic expectations of what the income trends are going to be looking like. We had... 10 strong years. I mean, 2018 actually is going to be the first year in a while that we are going to likely, depending on where you are in the country, but yet likely see 
new farm incomes, you know, sort of coming down slightly, maybe 1% lower than what it was the year before. I don't think this is any reason to panic. I think, you know, like I said, I do believe that the strength of the demand is absolutely very strong. But we do expect farm income to sort of level out a little bit, you know, increased a little bit. And farm expenses could continue to climb as well. So be on the lookout for those expenses as well. I think now is a good time to look at your operation, look at how, you, you know, do we have efficient gains that are still out there that we could actually leverage to actually lower our cost structure, given that we expect income to stabilize at the current levels or maybe a little bit slightly higher than what it was in 2018, given that we were in a slightly down year. So that's something to think about when it comes to the, the farm income trend. A couple more points you want farmers to be very aware of is trade uncertainty and shifts in global supply and demand. Yeah, well, supply, no matter where you look, and, and yes, you can. You have some weather issues, you know, right now, I mean, Brazil is sort of stuck with a little bit of dryness, and then who knows what the size of the crop is going to look like, but the reality is that the soybean crop out of Brazil is going to be really big, and so no matter where you look in the world, that we see supply growing, you know, whether it's the Black Sea region. Yes, in 2018, European production was down, but having said that, in 2019, it will go up again, uh, bearing again some some unforeseen weather developments. But no matter where supply is growing, and so in a world where supply is growing, I think it's first and foremost, you know, we need to have market access in foreign markets. We're going to be in year two of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, so that's good news. Uh, we're going to be in year three of the deal with the European Union, so perhaps a little stronger demand there from a commodity standpoint. We're looking to implement this NAFTA 2.0 in 2019, so all good news from a market access standpoint. Just to keep in mind, though, that the world economy could be slowing down. And so it's something perhaps to keep an eye on. We do have signs, you know, if you think of the oil market right now and you look in somewhere else as well, or some other sectors as well, that in the manufacturing sector, for example, out of Asia, uh, things seem to be slowing down somewhat. And those trade tensions that we had in 2018 are not necessarily uh, are actually quite related to, to that potential slowdown. So just keep an eye on that, where those trade tensions are, are going in 2019. And you want farmers to be aware of risk management, but you see a strong demand continuing for plant and animal protein. Yes, absolutely. From a risk management standpoint, there are plenty of sources of risk, you know, as, as, as farm operations well know. I mean, for, for example, if you think of financial risk, I mean, we had five rate increases in, uh, in the last 18 months in roughly in Canada. And then perhaps now we think that uh, there's good reason to believe that the Bank of Canada is going to pause and not increase, not have to increase rates until perhaps the second half of 2019. So that gives a little bit of breathing room for operations to look at their financials, establish a plan going forward. Plant protein, we think that, yeah, 2018 perhaps was a little bit more of a, a little, still a little bit of a difficult year for pulse producers, but overall the long-term outlook's positive. It remains to be seen if, if 2019 is going to be a year where India sort of lifts their, their trade barriers to purchase a little bit more Canadian pulses. They seem to have a few issues with their crop, so this is something to keep an eye on. I think uh, there are reasons to believe that, to be moderately optimistic that we're going to get a better year for pulses than we had in 2018. J.P. Gervais is the Chief Agricultural Economist for Farm Credit Canada. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Demand for feed grain remains quite strong this winter. Alan Johnson at Johnson's Grain Marketing says he's looking for supplies of feed grain. He adds pulse crops remain in relatively stable demand. The lentils, the red lentils, we say we saw that jump up to around 20 cents or maybe even a hair higher. Now it's back to way again to 18 cents. 
We had a guy call yesterday looking. He's got lots of red lentils left, and he's looking for 20 cents. So it was there twice or three times now, but gone. It's just it's not a hot market. And green lentils are maybe a little stronger. You know, the lentil market is just, it's there, but it's not it's not on fire, and there's no big, huge demand for it. What do you think the price is for uh, barley and wheat and oats? Uh, let's talk about some of the cereal grains now. Well, there's uh, there's ongoing. There's always there's always feed barley uh, and feed wheat bids, and year year in year out, all, all day long, there's a bid. You know, and just and it fluctuates. We saw barley go up to over five dollars there in the fall for a while, but now that's just backed away quite a bit. But feed wheat is, uh, and like I said, there's always a bid for feed wheat. So, and we're looking for some right now. We've got a company in Alberta looking for 2,500 tons in Western Saskatchewan. And we have people looking for it for feedlots and mills and that all the time. So there's always a bid for the feed grains, feed oats, feed lentils, uh, feed peas. You put feed in front of anything, and we can find homes for it. We can find homes for any grain. I guess if it comes down to that, then we missed one thing on the on the pulse crops. We talked about lentils, but we missed the you know the peas, the yellow peas. Right now, they're hovering in around that six fifty to seven dollar mark. We bought a whack of peas at Christmas time for seven dollars, and we had trouble finding that bid for a huge uh, for a huge uh, seller. But we did get it, and right now I've got peas again for sale, and I'm looking for seven dollars and finding it very difficult. So that market fluctuates. Uh, green peas are quite strong; they're up in that ten ten fifty range. We're hearing we haven't traded too much of that, but there's there's strong bids for it if you want to get some moving along that line. Canary seed is still very soft. It's softer than what it was. I would say probably in that 20 to 21, 21 and a half range, somewhere in there, depending on freight. Flax in that 12.50 to 13 dollars. Dale's been trading lots of flax around here, and just give us a call on that. And we've traded some yellow flax as well. So there's demand for everything, but it's just a matter of what the price is when you go to sell, and whether you're willing to sell it at that bid. You know. How about canary seed and mustard? Well, I just talked about canary seed, 20, 21, 21 and a half, somewhere in that range. And mustards, uh, yeah, I would say there's there's just light demand for yellow mustard and brown mustard. Oriental is very soft. The mustard markets have not been on fire for, I can't remember the last time they were really, really strong. So there is some mustard out there, and there's got some guys selling it, but they're looking for a lot higher bids than we can get, you know, gather out of the marketplace right now. And it's just, it's just the way it is. It's a very... A very, I would say there is markets, but it's very quiet on the and it's very non-bullish. How about the canola and spring wheat, the two key grains or two big grains? Well, we had some interesting bids or deal again when our office here was working on some rail cars of uh, of uh, thirteen half protein or hard red spring wheat out of a town called Binscarth, Manitoba, the other day, and he was bidding the guy a little over seven dollars loaded rails. So, and he was getting something like six fifty. Uh, into the local elevator. So that was a premium. Hasn't traded yet, but there's interest there, and we could do that in other locations, especially if you can load rail, there's there's interest. But uh, as far as just picking hard reds, bring them up by truck, it's hard to be competitive with the lane elevators, and the rail car gives us an advantage and makes us equal to them or higher, and lots of places don't have an elevator close to them, but they might have and they might have a loading site, a producer loading site. So that gives them an advantage, and that's always been out there, but the producer loading sites, Jim, have been getting taken away by the railroads. They're getting fewer and fewer out there, and they just automatically shut them down, take them away, and they're not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be a one-year referendum, or not a referendum, a moratorium on it before they can do that, and it's supposed to be studied. But that doesn't happen. They just get pulled, and they're gone. And because farmers don't use them, 
railroads can use that as an excuse and say, well, they weren't being used, we just shut them down. And that's happening all the time. And then you're talking about canola. Canola has been very soft. Uh, it's just, it's not a hot market right now. The, the crushers aren't in huge demand. I guess they're getting all they needed, or maybe they got a huge amount in the fall. Uh, farmers were selling for cash flow, and they've stored it, and they're going through that crush right now. So I would say canola is going to have to wait here a while to see if we can get sustain some some added pressure on it and get you know stronger values out of the canola market. Alan Johnson operates operates Johnson's Grain Marketing at Wellwyn, Saskatchewan. Back in a moment. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call one eight hundred two eight four ninety nine ninety nine. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. In prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading today. Canola gained a dollar thirty at four forty six twenty two. Oats rose seven cents at one ninety seven ninety nine. Number one red spring wheat increased three dollars thirteen cents at two hundred fifty dollars and sixty nine cents. The rest were all unchanged. Durham two twenty one eighty one. Feed barley two zero two sixty three, flax four hundred seventy eight dollars and twenty nine cents per metric ton, yellow peas two fifty three fifty four, feed wheat one ninety three thirty one. On Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is up one and a quarter cents at five sixty nine and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 8th. Weyburn hasn't had a sale since December 12th, but at that sale, D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.65 to $0.75. D3 cows sold from $0.55 to $0.65. Counter cows sold from $0.40 to $0.55, and good butcher bulls sold from $0.85 to $0.95. Our last bred cow sale was here on December 14th. Bred heifers sold from $1,500 to $1,900. Smaller heifers sold from $1,200 to $1,500. Good young dispersal cows sold from $1,600 to $1,900. Middle age or late cows sold from $1,400 to $1,600. Mature cows sold from slaughter price and up to $1,300. We didn't have enough calves or yearlings on the market to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And the Saskatchewan pork prices are unavailable today due to technical difficulties. The weather outlook once again for today, cloudy 60%, chance of light snow around the noon hour, then partly cloudy. Wind northwest 40, gusting to 60 kilometers an hour, and the high minus 15. The wind chill near minus 30. The low minus 22 tonight. The wind chill near minus 30, risk of frostbite. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of flurries. Wind southeast 30 kilometers an hour. The high Wednesday, minus 12. The wind chill minus 28 in the morning and minus 22 in the afternoon. Risk of frostbite, chance of evening flurries for tomorrow. The low minus 13. In Regina, with light snow, it's minus 17 degrees. That's one above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.